here's Frank, Scott, Chris, and Adam. More trades. We need more trades. Well, we got them. Welcome into another emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball today on Wednesday night, July 28th. Frank Sample joined by Scott White here to talk about two trades. Let's start with the main one. The blockbuster, Joey Gallo to my Bronx Bombers. The Yankees <laughs> receive Joey Gallo, who is under contract through next season, and reliever John King for prospects Glenn Otto, Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Trevor Hover, and possibly more. There's things still being uh, ironed out here between the two teams. Wait, Scott, do you hear that? Do, do you hear that? Never been more relevant, our guy Chris Towers, with a great Joey Gallo song before the season. Anyway, Gallo, fantastic overall player, really good defender, should fill in in center field. Obviously, this is a match made in heaven, Scott. Yankee Stadium, short porch in right field. Gallo was already the outfielder 16 in Roto this season, 50th best player, and he was tied for outfielder 22 in fantasy points per game as well. What do you think? Are you excited? Well, I mean, like you said, I know you've been asking for this as a Yankees fan. Uh, it, it's the ideal park for a left-handed power hitter, and that is certainly what Joey Gallo is. So, uh, you know, I'm not good at figuring out this sort of stuff for myself, but Jorge Montanez, who is at Roto Nino, Roto underscore Nino on Twitter, um, he looked at, he was able to find on StatCast how it, it looked like Joey Gallo would have four more home runs this year if he was playing in Yankee Stadium versus where he's actually been playing. So that gives you some idea what kind of impact that venue change could have. Uh, you know, four home runs and basically four extra home runs and basically two thirds of a season. And you know, it's 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 a significant it's a significant increase. It's a good thing. It's a good thing for Joey Gallo's fantasy value. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that it completely transforms him or anything. The kind of power he has, it's going to be a lot of home runs wherever he goes. It's going to be a lot of strikeouts wherever he goes. It's going to be some cold stretches wherever he goes. Um, so, you know, I I don't think it radically changes his value, but it can only help. Yeah, Joey Gallo currently on the season batting 223, 25 homers, six steals, so he's chipped in on the base paths as well. He has a 19% walk rate, which is first in all of baseball. And of course, his barrel rate, if you look at his StatCast page, it's filled with red. But the barrel rate in particular, 97th percentile, a lot like Aaron Judge and Stan Gallo, someone that just hits the ball extremely, extremely hard. So Yankees, they're going to hit a lot of home runs. We know that the strikeout rate is going to be massive as well. They currently have the 10th highest strikeout rate in baseball, and that's before Joey Gallo joins the team. So we should expect a little bit more of that. I think overall it helps the other Yankees as well, Scott, just more RBI opportunities. They desperately needed a left-handed batter in that lineup. So could see the values of Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Maybe even someone like Labor Torres, G.J. LeMahieu score a few runs. I think we could see all of those guys collectively go up together. Let's talk about some of these prospects. Uh, the ones that really stood out to me, Ezekiel Duran, he has some power, has some speed, only at high A, so I don't think he's anywhere close. Glenn Otto is interesting because I know he's someone that you've wrote about 
previously in the prospect report, mm-hmm. you currently have him on your Scott White Dynasty League team. And yep. this season between AA and AAA, Glenn Otto has a 3.33 ERA, 1.02 whip, 115 strikeouts, and 75 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's been really good. He has been really good. Yeah, he's had five double-digit strikeout efforts in the minors this year. Twice twice he's gotten to 14 strikeouts in a game. Wow. All of those were at AA. He's made two starts at AAA. They've been... They've been kind of mad, but he just got there. 25 years old, big fastball, good breaking ball. Uh, he had, you know, already 25, like I said, so he he had missed a lot of development time because of injuries, and I know the, the thinking entering this season is, eh, he's probably going to wind up as a reliever, but given the way he's performed in the minors this year, I... I suspect that's probably changed, and there's going to be less competition for him with the Rangers. I think this, I think this gives him a shorter path. I also noticed that Glenn Otto was an extreme fly ball pitcher in the minors, and now going to a bigger stadium, a better division for fly ball pitchers. Yeah, I think Glenn Otto only becomes a more interesting dynasty dynasty asset because of that. And yeah, this is a really good prospect haul for for Joey Gallo. I don't know if the market got set by the Athletics trading Jesus Lazardo straight up for Starling Marte, but this is a legitimate haul. Ezekiel Duran, I had just written about in the most recent prospects report, and he has just a really good all around hitting profile. Uh, great numbers at high Class A this year. He's already twenty two, so he could move quickly. I think we could see him as early as next year. And um, those are probably the ones I'm most interested. Trevor Hover, I think is how you say it. Trevor Hover. Uh, just a, a, an incredible on-base percentage. This is his first year as a professional, but he's on the older side too. He's already in his 20s. And he's still in low class A, so he has a ways to go. But you know, he's kind of an inter- interesting dynasty asset too. Yeah, so, they, yeah, they, 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 the Rangers made out really well here for Gallo. I think they didn't necessarily get a superstar prospect, a huge name, but a lot of depth here. So nice return there for the Texas Rangers. Last thing on Joey Gallo, Scott. I know you probably haven't updated the rankings yet to reflect this move, but just eyeballing it, I'm trying to figure out high how high Joey Gallo moves up. I could see getting him up to. 20, 21, just behind Cedric Mullins, Cattell Marte, George Springer? Uh, I mean, I think I have all of those. I think I have I think I have uh Mullins and Springer higher than you do. Uh but let me pull up where I have Gallo now. So I'm 28th currently. So you have Yeah, I mean He could probably get ahead of Austin Meadows, is what I'm thinking. Well, uh, there was an argument for that anyway. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Gallo is still going to disappear for very long stretches, and we don't know there being, you know, how many weeks are left in the season? Eight? Uh, Yeah, we don't know how how present he's going to be. Of course, not literally, but statistically. We don't know how statistically present he's going to be rest of season. That's, That's the thing you have to keep in mind. It's... Yankee Stadium, yes, it's it's a good venue for him. It's a good hitter for it's a good venue for every hitter, but someone like him specifically. 
but it's it's you know it it still relies on him making quality contact on the at the plate, and we can't predict exactly the timeline for it over what's just a fraction of the season. We'll have all of next year to see how Joey Gallo does at Yankee Stadium, and that'll be a fairer sample size to assess it. Uh, I'll move him up some. I'll move him up some, but it's it, it's because it, it's less because I'm. I think he's going to be that much better with this move than because I think there's you know there, there's 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 just not a clear um, a clear reason to have him behind those other guys. Yeah, if that makes sense. It was it was such a cluster already. <laughs> I can see maybe he doesn't disappear as often or for as lengthy periods of time in Yankee Stadium. It still hinges on Joey Gallo making contact, but it could be yeah. a lazy fly ball that gets out in Yankee Stadium that might have not been the case when he was playing in Texas. The other trade I wanted to mention, Eduardo Escobar went over to the Milwaukee Brewers in exchange for infielder Alberto Ciprian. He is an 18-year-old prospect currently at Rookie Ball and outfielder Cooper Hummel. He is a 26-year-old outfielder with a very high OBP in the minors. Escobar this season, Scott, ranks top 10 in both head-to-head points and Roto at his positions at second base and third base, 65th overall player, uh, in Roto for Eduardo Escobar, and he joins a park that is great for left-handed power. So, I think he seems he sees quite a boost as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've seen we've seen players like that um, achieve new heights in Mil- in Milwaukee at Miller Park. So, is it called Miller Park anymore? I'm not sure. This called Miller Park. I don't anymore. think it is. Yeah, I think they changed. They it keep recently. changing things. They get us comfortable, and then they go and change it. Yeah, now we've seen that from players like him. And that, that uh, would be American Family Field. You know, it does create an issue in the infield, right? Where Luis Arias, who is kind of coming around and become a bit of a fantasy asset, mm-hmm. and probably doesn't get to play that much anymore. Maybe he, maybe he'll steal some starts from Colton Wong at second base, but. Less than full-time duty for both of those guys means they're probably not that useful in standard mixed leagues anymore. So that's the downside to it. But Eduardo Eduardo Escobar is a better player, a better fantasy player, and uh, it's good that he's moving to a smaller park and a better lineup. Very nice there for the Milwaukee Brewers getting someone that can man third base, Eduardo Escobar. All right, we're going to wrap there. For Scott, I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching this emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball today. We'll be back again later on. Bye-bye. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement for his man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.